Welcome to the Sherry Andrea Psychic Empath Show with your host, Sherry Andrea. Sherry Andrea brings her listeners interesting discussions and topics related to empathy, psychic and spiritual development, as well as energy work. She is herself a psychic empath, healer, coach, author, and founder of SherryAndrea.com. Welcome, and here is your host, Sherry Andrea. for listening. This is Sherry Andrea and welcome to the Psychic Empath Show. I am so glad that you can be here with me. Um, It is Friday the 13th and in case you didn't know, it's a full moon today. So double whammy. You know, and I'm sure that many people were thinking that um, they were thinking, oh no, it's not only Friday the 13th, but also a full moon, I'm sure a lot of people were like thinking, I need to stay in my house today. I need to not leave my house. Um, And actually, um, you don't need to think that way because actually um, the the number 13 has gotten a bad rap for a very long time. But actually the number 13 is not bad. Um, It's not evil. It doesn't signify or predict, you know, an omen of any sort. Um, And actually is a very powerful number. Um, The number 13 is the number of upheaval. Now, I don't mean upheaval in a bad way. Um, It could be, as most things can be seen in two different ways from two different perspectives, both good and bad. It depends on your perspective. Um, For example, um, if there's a fire and your house burns down, you may perceive that as something bad happening. However, it could just be that it was time for a change and you weren't getting that and you were holding on and refusing to change and so change happened to you. So, um, yeah, it may look like a bad thing. You may perceive it as a bad thing, but it may not be. Um, the number uh, 13 in numerology is actually a number that's not broken down. Um, it's a number that if you're doing numerology and you get to the number 13, you do not add the 3 and the 1. You leave the number as 13. Um, now, keep in mind, I'm not a numerologist, not an astrologist, and I haven't studied either. Um, just passing on the little tidbits I've learned so that I can um, translate things that I'm getting, um, things that I've gotten in dreams, um, you know, or repeatedly seeing the number 13 somewhere. Um, at one point I had the need to know what the number 13 really meant. Or somebody asked me, a lot of times the things I end up looking into and studying, it's because someone has asked me um, if I can um, talk to them about it, um, explore, you know, explain it to them maybe on a deeper level. And so um, maybe I'll look into it um, and, g- and gain an understanding by way of my higher self so that I can explain to them what I've learned. Um, so like I said, the number 13 speaks of an upheaval um, so that new ground can be broken. 
so as you can see, saying so new ground can be broken, um, this actually isn't a negative thing, it's a positive thing, such as the house burning down so that now the next place, you don't know it that night, but the next place you're going to be moving on to is going to be even better for you. Maybe the location is going to be uh, better for your vibrations. It's going to be more of a vibrational match for you. Of course, at the time the incident happens, you don't know that. So you're just thinking, oh, my goodness, look at what's happened to me. You know, and you're feeling bad about it. But because you can't yet see the good that's going to actually end up coming out of it. But later on down the road, when you look back, you no longer maybe feel bad about that happening because you're sitting in such a great place. Um, the number 13 has great power. Um, if the power is used for the number 13 for selfish purposes, it will bring destruction of the self. And in turn, this will bring disease and illness. Um, adapting to change gracefully will bring out the strength of the 13 vibration and decrease any potential for the negative. So for those of you who like find change happening to you, and you say, well, what am I supposed to do if change happened to me because maybe I didn't change fast enough or I didn't make a change fast enough? Well, I do. Well, I think that says it all. Um, accept it gracefully. Accept it with a new level of understanding that maybe you haven't had or used in the past. Um, be fully accepting of it. Um, I This week I was coaching someone, and I basically told them, I said, you know, I really think that what you've got going on points to maybe you needing to um, look into and study acceptance. Um, you know, Google it, read about it, uh, listen to videos, listen to Muji speak about it, read about what Osho had to say about it, um, read about what um, maybe there's an Archangel Michael channeling you can find, read what he had to say about it. Um, various people, um, you know, Esther Hicks says, um, I, I've actually never written, wrote, written Sorry, I'm tripping over my words. I've actually never read anything that Esther Hicks has written. However, um, I've been told by so many people that uh, many of the things that I say, that I teach, that I explain, reminds them exactly of what she says and what she teaches. So I'm really going to have to read her book soon. Um, but, um, you know, if there's somebody's favorite that you normally read like that, do a little Google search and find out, well, what did – oh, my goodness, I'm really tripping over my words today. What did Esther Hicks say about karma? Um, whoever is your favorite person to read? Um, I'm sorry, I said karma, didn't I? Um, I think actually that was going to be the topic tonight, and I think somebody is, like, pushing me to get to it. So obviously my higher self has something she wants me to say because all of a sudden I start, like, tripping over my words and I can't speak, and then karma comes out my mouth. So I think that was her way of – I had – let me tell you, just so you don't think I'm total goofball, uh, I had a conversation with my higher self before about half an hour before the show, you know, and I actually was talking to my higher self and saying, you know, everything is fine, but I guess what I feel like maybe I'm missing is a push. 
Um, I actually said to my higher self, I just, you know, it's it's not that I'm saying you're not being supported, that you're not coming through and you're not coming through strong. Yeah, well, that's true. But I said, I guess I just, for some reason, I'm thinking there should be more of a push on your end. Um, you're always so kind and easygoing with me. You're always so go with the flow with me. You know, if I say I don't feel like doing anything, don't feel like meditating, don't feel like praying, you're okay with it. You're okay with everything and anything that I do. Um, and I guess what I was saying is, like, just maybe sometimes I could use being pushed a little bit more. And so I guess that was her way of saying, okay, look, I hear you. Here you go. (laughs) And so that was kind of funny. So I don't want you to think I'm just a goofball. So anyway, what I was saying um, about the number 13 is that, um, you know, read about it. Read about um, acceptance. And change, because these are two major areas that I find a lot of times when I'm doing coaching sessions, that as um, you're trying to understand the things that are going on in your life, and maybe even you're saying, um, well, you know, I would think that if I'm on a spiritual path or I'm at least trying harder, I'm a nice person, my life should be better than it is, I think. Um, and sometimes the missing piece is acceptance. Um, sometimes when we, add, you know, get a little bit more acceptance, we notice that things smooth out a little. The reason why is there's no more of that seesaw push and pull. And once we kind of relax and we accept, things kind of even out. They kind of smooth themselves out. And um, you notice that you feel more at peace. You feel a lot happier. You may not be able to really say whether it's that bad things have stopped happening to you. You may not be able to say, oh, okay, I have less bad things happening to me. Maybe not. Maybe you have the same amount. But there's something that changes, something that will be different when you gain um, a higher amount of acceptance. Um, literally, you will feel like less bad things are happening to you. Why? Because now half of them, you're just letting roll off your back. Half of them, now you're just saying, you know what? It's okay. Everything's still fine. This came up. I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to do what I have to do. Like today, I'll admit, I don't know if it's that it's Friday the 13th with the combination of the full moon. But I was expecting my a new refurbished laptop to be delivered today. And so I actually had um, ordered a headset, a little earpiece, um, to use for when I do the radio show, um, for when I do it for my cell phone. Um, and it didn't fit. You know, it was the wrong size little plug thing. I decided I'm going to go out to Metro PCS. I'm going to look and see what headsets they have that might, you know, work for me. And I'm looking at the time, and my mail always delivers um, late. So I I think we're the last on our mail carrier's route. So, you know, I'm looking at the time, and I'm thinking, yeah, I have enough time. You know, our mailman takes so long to deliver mail. And I'm also thinking, just like with UPS and FedEx, 
um, they're going to ring the doorbell, they're going to leave the package. Um, yes, I knew it was coming by, you know, United States Postal Service. Um, so I left. I didn't get back home in time, and I had just missed the mailman. So he leaves that little note that we all hate to get when we're really waiting for a package that says you can come pick up your package at the post office tomorrow at 9 a.m. And I totally lost it. I mean, I literally started crying in the car. Now, later on, I realized I was like, what the heck was wrong with me? You know, that's so unlike me. You know, normally, I'm so go with the flow, no problem. I look at it and go, oh, no problem. I'll just go first thing in the morning, no biggie. And in fact, no biggie. I'm here, right? I'm here. It's not like it was would stop me from being able to do the radio show or stop me from being able to do anything else. So literally, it was no big deal. But for some reason, it just hit me. And, you know, like I said, I don't know if it's like the full moon with the combination of Friday the 13th, because that is so unlike me to do that. But once I really thought about it, I was like, you know, that was ridiculous of you to do anyway. The reason being is it was my fault. I'm the one that left the house. If the package was so important to me, and I heard it in my head, I kind of heard my higher self saying it to me. If it was so important to you, why didn't you wait for the package to come before you left the house to go run an errand? And when I heard that, I said, yeah, Uh, there isn't anything I can say. It's true. It's my fault. I caused that to happen. And um, speaking of that, good segue into what our topic tonight is. Okay. So... Our topic tonight is going to be karma, and before we get started, I want to introduce uh, my co-host, Kier Johnson. Kier, are you on the line? Hello, everybody. Hi. You came in so quietly. I'll fill you in while I was late. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) You came in so quietly that I, I didn't even hear you come in. Yeah, because I remember I was like, oh, I got the, I got the studio information. <laughs> That's good. See, mm-hmm. he can sneak in. That you can sneak in now. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I was um, just telling everyone that the topic tonight is karma, and I think I kind of. I segued into it really good with my story about uh, losing my cool when I realized I missed my package. Yeah, uh, I heard up that you know, part. Um, because, uh, because, and let's let's do this first. Um, for those of you, um, you see, it depends on what like background you're from, what you know belief systems you've been given. Um, whether or not you even know what karma is, whether you've even heard that word. I'm sure you've heard it at some point, but um, depending on what your background is, what your religious background is, you may actually not really know what karma is except to have an idea of what it is. So I'll tell you, karma, now normally we talk about different things being a law, law of attraction, the law of karma, but actually, there's something unique about karma. Actually, technically, karma is actually not a law. And I can explain why it's technically not a law. Now, it's a, I think it's okay that we call it a law because 
you know, we do things in a linear way. We explain things in a linear way, and we do that so that it's easier to understand. So I really think it's okay to say, oh, we have the law of attraction, the law of cycles, the law of karma. I think it's okay because it kind of helps people get the gist of, um, okay, what we're talking about. We're talking about something that is going to affect our life, something that um, almost like a rule we have to play by because, you know, everything works this way. This is what is always going to be true. So karma is, with karma, it is certain that any action is going to bring certain reactions. So, but it's more than that. You don't just hope for, nobody hopes for neutrality. So nobody is actually going through life hoping that they really just break even. Actually, we're always hoping for more. We're always actually hoping that if we do good things, that we're going to be rewarded and good things are going to come our way. That if we do good things, maybe we're going to be able to, um, you know, deserve that um, new job that's going to pay what we needed to pay. Um, so good things will have. We're hoping that if we do good, that good things will happen to us. Good action brings good consequences. Bad action brings bad consequences. Now, the thing that's tricky is that sometimes that happens right away. For example, there are some strangers that I guarantee you that if you walk up to them out of nowhere and slap them in the face, they're going to immediately slap you back. (laughs) Okay, that's an action you took that had an immediate consequence. However, with karma, the uh, consequence doesn't always happen immediately. Now, sometimes it does because it's just a matter of uh, choices that we make, you know, um, and we can make any choice we want, but some of these choices, by the consequence of them, we end up realizing whether it was a good choice or a bad choice. You know, mm-hmm. so if you hit somebody and you get hit back, you realize bad choice. You know, it, kids realize that too. You know, that one time in a fit of anger, the two-year-old's having a temper tantrum and hauls off and, you know, slaps his mother. Well, he gets a spanking and then realizing, <laughs> realizes, okay, bad action, bad consequence. I won't do that again. <laughs> so some, sometimes the consequence <laughs> happens right away, and it's a easier teacher for us. Yep. So, Slap a certain person, get immediately slapped back. Immediately, that's been a great teacher for you because now you will probably stay far away from that person. You'll be like, oh, I'm not going to mess with this person. Now, of course, I'm exaggerating, of course. (laughs) Um, But uh, some other things, you know, know, there's the making that choice to drive a different direction to work and then you get into a car accident. Um, an action still that was out of a choice and the resulting consequence is you got into an accident because chance there's a good chance, a potential, that had you went the other way, you wouldn't have gotten into an accident. Okay, now, were you okay. going to say something here? No. No, I was just listening. 
So now that's I think when karma, a karmic result, happens quickly and right away, I think it's easier for us. I mean, we get it. We can we get it. We can tie our action to our consequence. But mm. so many times we we things happen and we don't we can't tie it to an action. Because that action may not have happened recently. It okay. may not have even happened in a lifetime. Hmm. Okay. You hear that, right? Yeah, the doorbell. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm going to actually, let me play a commercial, and I'll be right back. Are you tired of falling short of your goals? Do you feel stuck, unsatisfied with the direction your life has taken? Has your business fallen flat lately? Or is your sales team just not performing at their best? Are you ready for a change? Sherry Andrea, a top personal development coach who has helped hundreds achieve their dreams and goals, is once again taking new clients. Never tried coaching? Try a free trial coaching session today. Call 1-407-777-9247 or learn more at SherryAndrea.com. The life you dreamed of is right around the corner. Okay, sorry about that momentary silence. (laughs) Okay, Um, so... Where we left off is we were explaining just the um, very simple and easy to understand karma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what's a little bit more difficult. Let's say, for example, here, you decide mm-hmm. to go to the grocery store tomorrow. Okay. And um, let's say, for example, uh, you get all of the stuff that you're going to buy and you get ready to go through the checkout. And you get to the checkout and the cashier just, for no reason, you don't know her. She's just being real mean and nasty to you. And maybe what you actually witness is the two people in line before you, maybe they went through the checkout and she seemed to behave just fine with them. Maybe she was all smiling, joking, how's your day? Great, have a great day. Um, But then she got to you, it was your turn. And now all of a sudden she seems to have a little bit of an attitude and she's not treating you so nicely. Mm -hmm. Now, often when that happens, um, we often react back to what is being thrown out at us. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, know, we can't help it sometimes. But that's our ego. Mm -hmm. Because our ego says, excuse my friends, I'm going to say it this way. Mm -hmm. Huh? I Exactly, exactly, and that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Excuse my friend, but our ego says, this bitch, what is her problem? <laughs> that's what our ego says, because mm-hmm. our ego is just saying, well, wait a minute. You know, I, I didn't do anything to her. She doesn't like her job. That's not my problem. And mm-hmm. we're just, we we are feeling like, okay, wait, this isn't just. We don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything to her. And I just watched her be nice to other people. So what's her problem with me and why is she acting this way? Um, and so 
we usually will react. We'll actually, you know, maybe we'll dish out a little attitude to her right back. Unfortunately, what we don't see is that maybe it was karma. Maybe we Mm -hmm. had that coming. Um, And what I mean by that is every action has a consequence. So basically karma says do good, you have good happening to you. Do bad, you have bad happening to you. But what is not said in that explanation is that that can happen at any time. Mm -hmm. He does not say do bad and bad immediately happens to you. No, it plays out sometimes when it is able to. You know, the universe is like, okay, I got to dish this back out to him, but you know, when, uh, you know, and so when there's, the, when there's an opportunity, then the universe can dish it back out to you because the universe's goal is to always keep things in balance, always balance things out. If you do for someone, even if they don't, let's say um, you say to a neighbor, one fall, tons of leaves. There's an elderly neighbor, and you, without even being asked, you go and you rake their whole yard. You're mm-hmm. exhausted. You're sweating. You think you're going to have a heart attack. They don't even know you did it. They're not even home at the time. You don't say anything. You go back home. They don't know who did it. They never say anything to you. So no, there's no money exchanged. But what happens is, the universe is going to try to balance everything out. So karma says you should have something now coming back to you. Okay. Now, would it would it be different so, if somebody had the expectation of doing that to get, you know, credits? Um, they Well, they could. I mean, they okay. could have the expectation that they want to earn good karma, but that's actually not a bad thing. Because okay. there's a lot of, like, let's say, um, um, Buddhist masters, Hindu masters, in their whole life basically in service, um, doing for people, never asking money in return, and their goal is to eventually um, zero their account out, have okay. no bad karma, no good karma, just be balanced, be at zero. Um, okay. And so that's their goal. So because they understand what that means, they understand why they would want to do that. They understand that to live a good life, to really truly be able to be happy, to not have bad things happening to them, they have to get to the point where they're not owed that. Okay. So So imagine living a life where you're not owed anything bad. Mm Mm-hmm. I had... Now tell me you won't. Now tell me you won't be out this fall trying to find somebody's yard to rake. <laughs> <laughs> I did like when I was trying to raise raise my frequency. Is one time I got this technique out of this book called. I know you probably heard of the book called E Two. I forgot the author. Who's the author? Yeah, by? I have. Uh, and I the have. technique. No, I don't remember the author. Yeah, kind of the symbol. Mm-hmm. The symbol reminds me of the movie E T. I don't know why every time. <laughs> I see that book. I always think of the movie E.T. <laughs> but on the um, and the technique was to um, get money and just you know drop it basically. So I did that probably with like five dollars, I think. And I, it wasn't to really 
get something good in return. It was just to just increase my vibrational frequency. So each time I would just walk around and I had five dollars, so I just start tossing money as I walk it back home. But then the exciting part was. Are you kidding me? You really did. You really did did that. Yeah, and I just, it was fun because I imagined what the people's faces would look like once they found, you know, the little kids, like, oh, I found the dollar. And right. that's all I would think about. Exactly. So it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a good That is a good pretty piece. awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that is pretty awesome. I've never heard of anybody doing anything like that. I mean, I, um, I think I was telling you, that, or it may have been someone else the other day, I was um, yakking with somebody else. I was explaining to them that um, sometimes when I have extra money that I can spare, I think of some of my friends or even some of my clients that I know are going through a hard time at the time. And if I know I have 10 or $20 to spare, I'll actually send it to them. And some of them are going through a hard time where they don't even have a PayPal account. So I have to actually... Western Union and then call them and tell them to go get it. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard when I've done that, because I've done it quite often. I can't tell you how many times I've done that where the person then says, you know, it's so funny. I got your text telling me that you sent me $20, and it's so funny. How did you know that this morning, I mean, me and my husband, we've been arguing about this because we're so broke, and we've got to buy diapers and et cetera, et cetera. And they're like, how did you know that I was just, like, praying that we got a little bit of money from somewhere and then I get your text? Oh, that's beautiful. So, um, yeah, you. so there are always different ways. I mean, even though I'm not well off, um, I do try to take advantage of when I have a little extra, even though it's not much. I mean, usually with me, it's like i got to pick one person. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it going to be this month? <laughs> you know, yeah. so I mean, I'm not so off to the point where I can do it with a lot of people, where I can say, but you know, there are some people who could do that, but yeah. they don't. Yeah. Like that's, I never gave it any thought when I did that, but when I did it, I just only oh, felt so good and just was fun. Like, and the person that, you know, the technique, the person would also. You know, pay other people like he'll be driving and he'll say, "Oh, give this to the people, pay for the uh, other people, the cars behind me too." When he went to the tolls, and so he just said he will just imagine he'll just be so excited over the thrill, like you know, when they pull up and just say, "Oh, he paid for you guys already," and I was like, "Oh, that's that sounds so cool. great! I want to do that." <laughs> Funny enough, there was this was quite some time ago. But that actually has happened to me a couple of times going through a drive-thru oh, where I cool. get to the window oh, and I've been told the person in front of me paid for me. Uh, and I've oh. done it, too. It's, it's not easy to do sometimes because, mm-hmm. you know, drive-thrus are getting complicated. Drive-thrus have got two lanes, four windows, you yeah, know. And the person, so the person behind you just ordered it. I was going to say, the person behind right, you ordered a $30 meal. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and, sometimes, and sometimes that happens. So if you this, you gotta, if you're really going to try to do something like this, um, yeah. But see, if you're guided to do it, believe me, you wouldn't be guided to do it unless you could afford to do it, unless you had the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And this is also a lesson in itself 
because let me tell you, to be able to attract money, you have to be able to spend it as though you know it's coming back to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. you cannot hold on. So if you're a person that normally, you know, when it's time to pay bills, you're hesitant because you're like, oh, if I pay all the bills I need to, I'm going to be broke for the next two weeks. How am, what am I going to do for lunch at work? You know, and you're thinking that way, and you're feeling a little, you know, a, that anxiety and a little apprehensive about going ahead and paying. You have to be able to spend that money freely. Yeah, or you just you know without feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. The worst thing you can do is hold on to money, thinking, "Oh, I better not. I better be careful." Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. You know, some people listening may say, "Yeah, but you don't want to go to that point where you're just being irresponsible with your money." Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying be irresponsible, but I'm saying when you have a want or a need. You know, you should feel free to satisfy. You should almost feel like, you know, it's okay. You know, God's not going to think that anything I want is frivolous. You know, mm-hmm. um, if I'm living right, he wants me to have everything that I want. So yep. you have to kind of, like, literally feel that way. You have to feel really confident that, no, it's okay. God's looking out for me. You know, I'm. Yep. You know, I can say, God, I'm getting ready to do this. That means I'm not going to have any money left, so I'm going to need you to send all the money my way, and know mm-hmm. that that is exactly what's going to happen. You have to be yeah. confident about it. Yep. Is this so, <laughs> well, yeah, and you get can get into it, but believe me, if you're guided to pay for something for somebody, believe me. God's not going to guide you to do anything that you cannot do, believe me. So if you're guided to do it, if you think about it and you ask yourself that question, well, do I have the money to do that? Yeah, I actually do. (laughs) You wouldn't be guided to do it if you didn't. And if you're being guided to do it, there's a reason. Maybe you're trying to be taught that that lesson that so many different lessons, so many. There's a lesson about good karma. There's a lesson about believing that money is going to come back to you. Um, You know, and there's a lesson about, you know, just wanting to be nice and help somebody out, make somebody's day. Who knows? That person that you do that for, who knows? They could have been having the worst day of their life. They could be in the state of mind of, why do I want to keep doing this? Why do I keep want to li- keep living this life? Is it going to be day after day like this? You could be doing it just when that person really needs to be shown. You know, humanity is good. I actually um heard a story. Here's a story about us, uh, Davy, and she um talks about you know how one time when she went down to the bus, you know that was how she used to get to work. She used to have to get on the bus, and it was a ride. So she said she had $20, and so it was her last 20 So she said she was going, and then she said she heard an inner voice. You know, she saw this man. She said she heard an inner voice say, give him the money. And she said, she said, I argue with the voice. I said, no, this is this is my bus money to get, you know, get to work. And if I give this money up, I'm going to be late. And so she said, if this is for him, let him stand up, because he was sitting down in meditation. And so she said, if this 
20 is for him, let him stand up and let him come straight to me. And the man got up <laughs> and walked up to her. And she said instantly she knew she knew she had to give it to him. So she just was like, okay, then so be it. She gave it to him. And then all of a sudden the bus the, the bus pulls up. The man tells her, come on, hurry up. You know, just you can get off for free. And basically, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think time if I think time had went back on her basically, and she made it on time for work. Oh, I love it when things like that happen. I just mm-hmm. love it. Okay, before people get too impatient with us, um, first of all, let me, um, you're in the studio right here. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you in the screening room with, I think, a person who is Crystal. So I'm going to put you in the screening room so you can find out while I take the caller from area code 231. Okay. Hi, you're live on the air. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm, uh, I was just really immersed in your um, conversation regarding karma. It's uh, very, very exciting, very interesting to, to learn about. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, I'm, I'm hoping we can get a little deeper because, you know, uh, I've got some more tidbits to share that are, like, really really interesting that in the past I had read about that I think would really make you go, hmm. <laughs> so did you have a question for us tonight? Um, yeah, I was just um, wondering um, if, if uh, there was any, I don't know if you, there's any messages from Spirit tonight for me by by chance. Let me see. Yeah, somebody wants. Somebody definitely wants to come through, and I feel like it's a female. Almost as soon as you started asking that, I don't know. I got, I don't know, a female with a. I want to say a name that sounds like a Cheryl type of name. Um, uh, it starts with a. That's the beginning um, of the name. Is like a C H F H. And no, not my name. <laughs> um, and I'm it getting a female. A now, hmm? go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it, it could be an aunt that um, uh, her name is Sharon that has passed on. Oh, okay, like okay, because, yeah, it was a name and... Um, yeah, I almost felt like it was a name similar to mine, and now I, I that would make sense because um, I'm actually adopted, and my given name at birth was Sharon. So that would actually make sense oh, why cool. I was, I kind of felt, yeah, it was like, and that's why I thought, what? Am I getting the right thing? Because I was like, I almost kind of feel like, it, are, are they saying my name? Is this me? You know, but at the same time, I was like, no, it's not my name. But it reminds me of my name for some reason, and that's probably why. Um, because I used to be named Sharon. Um, she, There is something that she wants to tell you, and she wants to tell you something about that you have the strength and the ability to do something. There is something 
that's going on with you right now that she's trying to tell you to not just to be strong. I feel like she's trying to tell you, you know, don't worry, you can do this. You have the ability to do this. I'm not sure if there's something going on in your life right now. Um, there's been in the last couple of years, but I've I've been actually doing better, I think. So that's that would make sense that she's yeah, there's that. So, yeah. There is something, yeah, there's something new coming up for you. And, yeah, again, I'm getting it again. So this also has to do with what I'm getting is coming up for you because now I'm getting it again really strong, basically, um, basically saying, you know, you you have the strength and ability to do whatever this is. Okay, so what is coming up for you has to do with um, a new level of consciousness. Now, see, I don't know if you're working on spiritual development, psychic development, anything like that, but it has to do with spiritual development, spiritual advancement, moving to a new spiritual level of consciousness. And you're getting ready to to head someplace where literally you're going to reach some goal, some goal that it is that you really want to reach. Now, this may be a goal of just, you know, living what you consider to be the ideal life. And you are really, yeah, something really major spiritually is getting ready to take place for you. And this is going to lead to actually a major new change. Now, I feel like the major new change it's going to lead to is in what you do. I, I, it's almost like what, what, when I say what you do, I almost mean like what, what you do. It just had to do with somebody's career. I would say you're getting ready to make a major career change maybe from one industry to um, a totally different industry you've never worked in before. But for you, this has to do with your spiritual consciousness. I almost feel like you're going from a place where maybe you've been just living your life in a traditional way, traditional job. You're getting ready to move to something that is so opposite that, so non-traditional. This is actually, it reminds me of the person who maybe all their life worked a traditional job and they go through a spiritual awakening or something and then they become this, um, this, this person who actually um, is not only working on their spiritual development, but, like, becomes a, you know, really well-known, really successful spiritual teacher or healer or something. So that, like I said, I don't know if you're actually working on, you know, spiritual development, increased consciousness, but that, (laughs) excuse me, but that's what's coming. The spiritual, working on my spiritual self has been the top priority for about the past year for me. So that's exciting to hear. It's really, that makes me happy. And for some reason, you're, um, this person that's coming through, they're, they have something to do with this. 
like um, they're watching your your development. They're watching you in some way, and it's important um, because many they could have come through and said anything, but the fact that they came through to tell you you can do this, you have the ability to do this, that means this is important. This is very important. Okay. So they're they're there with you, the you know all along, and they are being a support to you. I don't feel that they're acting as a guide. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, but I feel like even though they're not acting as a guide, they they've been there acting as your support system though. Okay. Yeah, I've um, been fighting cancer for a couple of years. I'm sorry? You, now, what did you say? You had bone cancer? Um, I've been fighting cancer, uh, breast cancer, and then cervical cancer. So my life's been a lot of cancer the last couple of years. And so I'm hoping that I'm now on the upside, you know, to try and start rebuilding a life. And I would say that that is actually what is going to happen. I haven't seen, I haven't gotten anything that says that, you know, health-wise or any other way that, that anything bad is in your future. Um, your future looks very, very bright. It looks more than just bright. Um, where you're going, you're going to be so pleased and so happy with where you're going. This is, for you, this is going to be like, I can't believe this is my life. Oh, that would be great. So, you know, yeah, you, <laughs> you can go forward, you know, with the confidence that, you know, yeah, everything is going to work out. Everything is going to be fine. Um, is there something specific? I almost feel like I want to ask you, when it comes to your spiritual um, development, is there some question or something you've been working on that you've been, like, saying, if only I can figure this out? Not really, so to speak, but, but kind of. It's kind of, um, you know, when I when I got sick, I had a home and a, a single mom and a career and was doing, you know, pretty well, and I've, I've lost all of that and been really uh, in a bad depression and then pretty much gave up this past year. And I'm just now starting to pull myself out of it, and I'm sitting here every day going, where do I begin? What, where do I start? What, what do I do next? So I can understand where that's coming from for sure. Yeah, because I'm getting that you need to rethink what the past and what you went through was really all about. That what you think it was all about, it wasn't. Um, okay. Usually when I say something like that, what I mean is the person that had bad things happening and what they didn't understand, they really weren't bad things because there was something they um, gained through going through all of that. And sometimes, yeah, and I know this is it, sometimes often the people that they're meant to help, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the vibrations just went up so fast that I'm, like, sputtering. Um, the people that they're meant to help in the future, there are people that are going to come along that are going to have some of the issues that you had to deal with. And you're going to be helping them with that. So, that, um, that would be great. 
That would be a that would yeah, be so something positive out of something negative. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So you need to n- not look at what's happened in the past as something bad. Look at it as like almost like you were in school. It was a part of your training. You know, because it in fact it was it was um, like a part of your training. Um, it was getting you ready for what you've got coming in the future. And in fact, you can do this just like you know, just like your your aunt said. And I'm getting it again. She's telling me <laughs> she can do this. She has the ability to do this. Okay, well, that's, that's so, good. I, I needed that affirmation, you know. I'm strong, and I'm going to pull myself back up and rebuild. I, I know I can, but hearing it is really nice, too. And um, Kier is in the chat room. He sent me a message in the chat room, and he said to tell you to recommend, I guess this is a book, Anatomy of the Spirit. Anatomy of Spirit. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah, yeah. It's called Anatomy of the Spirit. Okay. So evidently, what you've got going on. Kier's uh, read a lot of really good books, so if he's recommending this one, it's because there's something, there's things in that book that relate to what you're experiencing and what you're going through. Okay. Anatomy of Spirit. I definitely just wrote that down. I'll definitely look into that. Thank you so much. Okay, well, I'm... Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. I'd like to keep listening to the show, too, if I could. Yes, I will put you back on hold to listen. And have a good night. Thank you. You, too. Thank you so much. Okay, now, here, hi. Hello? Oh, Hello? hi, sorry. Hi. I was, hi, hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? My name is Mia. I nice am. to talk to you. Mia, it's nice to talk to you, too. And Kier, you were on hold, but I took you off hold. Did you need to be on hold? No, I, um, no, no, I thought I, I'd like to get a reading. Yeah, I had spoke to her, and I told okay. her that you were going to go next, but you picked her, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and thank you for doing that, Kier. Um, that that was your first experience with the screening room. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was Crystal. I was like, wait, hello, is this Crystal? She's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to tell her you're going to be there. <laughs> well, Mia, what can I do for you today? Um, I like a general reading. I want to know, um, like, what is it that I need to know for now um, um, to be able to connect with my higher self and to receive divine messages? Okay. Okay, I'm going to say this to you, um, and let's see if um, if this means anything to you. If it doesn't, then I'll translate it, but I want to first find out. Okay, I see, like, um, a two-by-four, a plank of wood, 
does wood mean anything to you? A wood? A, a wood? Um, wood? W-O-O-D? <laughs> I know it. It's weird. You, oh, W-O-O-D. Yes. Uh-huh. Does wood mean anything to you? Oh, yes. I'm dating um, Woody. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I'm like, why am I seeing a plank of wood? <laughs> um, <laughs> that is so funny. I'm sorry. I like the way I get things. Sometimes it's like very amusing. Okay. No, so <laughs> that's so funny. That is what you need to know about. Oh, okay. All right. So. There is something, um, for right now, you're in a place right now where you're doing a lot of looking and wondering what the future holds regarding you and him. Uh-huh. I don't know. I actually, I get a feeling that you're not, you're not, I don't know if this relationship, it hasn't been going on very long, but I actually feel like you're still in that place where you're like, okay, I'm not sure where we're heading. I'm not sure if he wants the same thing I want. Um, there's, I feel like there's still that questioning going on. It's new, yes. Okay, okay, well, then that, that explains it because, um, you know, that's what I'm getting He's different right now. from... It's, from the past, he's he's just amazing. Um, so, but but we're we're really new at this, and he feels the same for me. Right. We're we're both just at a um, like meeting each other at um, at like a space where um, we both are um, been through other you know other people. Right. Okay, well, let me tell you one of the most important things about this relationship that you must Mm -hmm. know before going forward is this is a relationship that mm, is going to be really powerful. But when I say powerful, I mean, have you ever heard the when somebody uses that phrase, Oh, I wish you would use your 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 abilities for good versus evil. Like meaning mm-hmm. you have an ability and you could use it for either good or evil. Okay, this is a powerful relationship that you're gonna be in. And it can be powerful in a positive way and it can also be powerful in a negative way. So it is very important going forward that you try to keep balance, meaning that um any arguments or disagreements that come up, you have to be very careful of just going with the flow with it and just letting it go wherever. You're going to have to be the person that kind of is the, almost the, instead of continuing with the argument, I'm going to take a walk in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an ex-boyfriend that used to do that. Every time we got in he would take a walk and it would drive me nuts. But it actually worked. 
because the amount mm-hmm. of time yeah. it took him to go and take a walk and come back, of course I would have calmed down. And also, while he was taking a walk, he was thinking it out as well. So this mm-hmm. relationship is going to require you to be that person. One of you is going to have to be that person because this is a relationship that can be powerful in a good way or powerful in a bad way. It's like one of the relationship where somebody says, like when we're good, we're really, really good, but when we're bad, we're really, really bad. We go to extremes. You know, oh, wow. amazing, amazing relationship. So when you're, when you're working and everything's going good, it's great. However, when there's that, those disagreements or, you know what I mean, when you go to head down mm-hmm. that road, it's to the extreme. So you have to be very oh, fine. One of you is going to be required to be the person that's the, okay, I'll take the higher rate, I'll go for a walk and let everything calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, this, I think what's going to happen is you will speak of taking it to a more committed level. However, even though you discuss it, once you get to that point, there's going to be a discussion of it, but something is going to hold it off for a time. So the first time you you discuss making that relationship being a more committed one, such as living together, getting engaged, um, don't be surprised if it doesn't really lead to anything right away. It is going to take a little time for that to happen. Um, And that's the other thing that you need to see about this relationship. It's going to take a little while before you get to that point where you get the commitment, maybe the ideal relationship that you really want, which may be marriage within a certain amount of time. Maybe in your mind you're thinking, you know, I think, you know, dating somebody for two years should be the max, and then we decide to, you know, go for the higher commitment marriage. This may be, you may have ideals like that, but this relationship, it's going to take maybe a little bit longer. Now, I'm not saying it's going to take one or two years. I'm not saying any amount of time, any specific time. I'm just saying mm-hmm. whatever your ideal is, you need to forget about it because this is going to take a little bit longer than whatever your ideal is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like That's you fine. have that thought already. <laughs> I do feel like you have that thought already, like you already have an idea in your mind of, like, for a good relationship, how long you should be dating before you take it to the next level, you know. So whatever that is, try to loosen up on that just a little bit because it Mm -hmm. seems like this has the potential to be an awesome, awesome relationship. But it's going to require you to, like, kind of ease up on some of the things that you've thought about as far as what's the ideal and perfect relationship. Okay. But it is heading it is heading, you know, where you would like it to go. However, that's only going to happen if you can kinda of hang in there and be okay with how long it takes. Mhm. Okay. You know, but I mean 
seems like it's going to be a really, you know, awesome relationship. But like I said, just watch out. When it's good, mm-hmm. it's going to be great. However, when bumps in the road come along, you know, you know those speed bumps that are just normal speed bumps, and you have those really mm-hmm. big wide speed bumps. <laughs> so for you and your relationship, when those little speed bumps come along, they're going to feel like the huge ones. So just be careful during those times, you know, be able to be the person that takes the higher road, the person that in the middle of an argument goes for a walk. You're going to really need to Mm -hmm. do that because if you don't, you know, this relationship has the potential to be just as powerful on the bad end as on the good end. Mm Mm-hmm. And but keep going forward, but just you know, um, be kind of open to how it moves along. That's what you need to do more than anything. Go with oh. the flow. Wow. <laughs> listener. <laughs> it, it, most of the time, I want is, to be a selected listener. 
Yeah, it sounds like you've got some natural clairsentient ability going on mm-hmm. where yes. you feel empty. Yes, yeah. I do. I um, have that. Yeah. It, it used to be bad, yeah, when but now that clear- I meditate, it's done better. Right, exactly. But still, I mean, all it takes is that that single second of losing your cool and yelling at someone, and it feels like your ear explodes. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, yeah. My my right shoulder blade too. It would feel like someone would just you know stab me. It, it the pain hurts so much. It feels like a knife just it just goes through me. Um, yeah, a lot of I was actually too. telling Kira about that. Yeah, I was telling Kira about that the other day. I was saying, well, you know, I, I have to really watch, um, you know, how I react to people. I have to really watch my behavior. It's very important because it's not just worrying about hurting the other person, but hurting your own self. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just what that energy can do to them, but you're doing your own self in at the same time. Mhm. Yeah, it, yeah, it's um, very powerful. Mhm. Yeah, because because I do I feel bad if if I if I say something and that other person um it feels hurtful and I I feel bad afterward like oh my gosh. Um I can feel their pain. Yeah, and it's going to be probably very important for you in this relationship to um you know, whenever anything happens and once, you know, everybody comes down, to actually um, make sure that you, like, apologize, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know. You know what I mean? Even if maybe in what you were talking about you weren't wrong, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a matter of apologizing for maybe um, how you dealt with the person or, Sometimes for me it's just, okay, um, I felt maybe I could have dealt with it a little bit better. Even though I didn't deal with it bad, I could have dealt with it a little bit better so you wouldn't have gotten as upset as you got. <laughs> you know, so, right. So it's, um, I think it's important to try to leave the other person uh, feeling okay, even if that means, mm-hmm apologizing even when in your mind you're like, okay, well, I wasn't wrong about what I was saying, but I'm apologizing mm-hmm, yeah. for, right, you know right. what I mean, for you getting upset, yeah. you know what I mean, just saying, I feel bad, you got upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can I ask another question? I, I've been trying to manifest money or, um, and it's, it's coming. Um, last week I got a check in the mail, and unexpectedly. Okay. But um, I, I like to manifest more <laughs> and more. <laughs> okay. Well, um, there's a book that you need to read that you really need to read when you're at that point where you know, yeah, you can manifest things, but you're looking for you're not really. You get to that point where you're just like, yeah, I can manifest 20 here, 50 there, a couple hundred here, but I'm looking to manifest way more in my life. I'm not looking to nickel and dime it for the next 20 years. So mm-hmm. there is a book that you really need to get 
that will help you with exactly that. And it's called The Trick to Money is Having Some by Stuart Wilde with an E. Mm-hmm. How do you spell the last name? At, um, W-I-L-D-E, Stuart Wilde. Mm-hmm. And it's The Trick to Money is Having Some. Um, he actually wrote a couple of really awesome books on this subject. The other one he wrote, which I actually don't have, but I think it's called The Little Money Bible. It's something like that. It's a little pocketbook, 80-page book. That was another mm-hmm. one that was really good. I actually don't have it because I let someone borrow it, and they then let their sister borrow, which found the, they found the book really good, so I didn't get it back. Um, but those two books were really good when you have already learned how to manifest, but now you're trying to take it to the next level because there are so many things that play a role. Um, emotion, emotion even plays a role. Being able to, when you're trying to manifest money, actually being able to tie emotion into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, have, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Steve Pavlina? No. Okay. No, I haven't. I haven't really. Um, um. I, I haven't really read a lot of books um, on law of attraction or manifestation. I've just been doing it on my own um, through positive okay. thinking and feeling. Mm. Okay, then let me tell you a couple of things that will help. Mm-hmm. Let me give you the basics. What you have to make sure there's a couple, there's a few things that have to be in place for it to work. Okay. First of all, of course, intent. Intent, whether it's um, you stating the intent as I intend to have $1,000 by the end of the month or stating as I will have or I want to have. So you're first got to make the um, statement of the intent. The, the other thing is there always has to be action. When it comes to manifesting something, there has to be action. So what is your action? You know, the action could even be, um, um, it could be um, something that you're actively doing, like a new business where you're actively, for a few hours a day, engaged in working on it. That could be your action. Your action also could be um, reading about the manifesting, the law of attraction and manifesting. That could also be your action. So you can get a little creative with your action. Your action um, could be, well, I'm going to begin, you know, doing something, some type of action that is supposed to help me with this. Some action, but there has to be action. So you need to take Mm -hmm. some time to sit down and think, what's my action here that I'm using, that I'm utilizing? What is my action? Now, if you have a hard time figuring out what's your action, then... Um, you may be able to just use the act of saying prayers, decrees, or mantras um, for a certain period of time every day as the action. Okay, the other thing that you need that is the key is that you have to be sending out enough high vibrating positive energy. You cannot have a day where you just balance out. For example, 
if by the end of the day you pretty much break even, you let's say you send out this pretty much the same amount of negative as you send out positive, and so you kind of were neutral, the mm-hmm. universe doesn't owe you anything. You've got to get to the point where the universe owes you something. So there are ways that you can make sure that you're sending out way more high vibrating energy than negative. So what you can do mm-hmm. is this is a simple technique that anyone can do. Um, take a decree that is a high vibrating decree um, that's a powerful decree based on the words in it. Um, such as, I am that I am. That's a very high vibrating decree. Or you can use a longer one, such as, um, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. That's still pretty short. You could say it easily. Um, once you learn it, it's easy to say. But I have a lot of clients that prefer, I am that I am because it's so easy to say. And they like mm-hmm. it because it reaffirms something also about them. Um, so they're very empowered by staying, using that one. So let's just mm-hmm. say you're going to use I am that I am. What you're going to do is just, just start with 15 minutes a day. For 15 minutes a day, repeatedly say I am that I am. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes a day. You will be sending out, because while you're doing that, you're sending out high vibrating energy. So what you're doing is you're, Basically, you're paying the universe extra so that the universe owes you more. You're not mm-hmm. getting more? Well, you need, if you're not, if you, right now you're manifesting, let's say you're managing to manifest a certain amount every week, but it's not enough, you need more. Well, then you mm-hmm. need to be owed more. How are you going to be owed more? How is the universe going to owe you more? You've got to be sending out more out into the universe for the universe to owe you more. So one way you can mm-hmm. do that is by mm-hmm. by saying decrees or mantras uh, for a certain period of time a day so you're purposely sending out more extra high-vibrating energy. Mm-hmm. That's most people's it problem makes, why they're not yes. manifesting as well as they want to is because the universe doesn't owe them anything more than they're getting. Mhm. Oh, okay. Wow. So true. So, even if all you do starting tomorrow is spend 15 minutes saying that your intention, you know, by you know by the end of the month I intend to have X Y Z, um, or I. I will have X, Y, Z by the end of the month, or I am this. Um, my favorite is if you are, if your goal, let's say, is to make a thousand dollars a week, then a great intention for you might be to say, "I make a thousand dollars a week quickly and easily." Adding the word "quickly and easily" is very effective. So. Mm-hmm. Start out by saying by saying that one. Um, start out by saying, "I easily and quickly make a thousand dollars per week." While you're repeatedly saying it for 15 minutes, um, get the you need to have visualization. Visualization is very important and very powerful 
visualize things like yourself going to the bank to cash $1,000 checks. Um, visualize yourself in a new car, driving to and from the bank in a new car, some new luxury car. Uh, visualize yourself using something new that you want, like a new laptop. Get the visualization going. The universe understands pictures, almost like um, animals understand telepathy by pictures. The universe is very simple. What are you focused on? That's what the universe looks for. What are you focused on? So when the universe is going to see what it needs to give you, it's looking to see what you're focused on. So you better be spending enough time focused on visualizing what it is you're trying to manifest. It's not enough to just visualize money itself. It's way easier to manifest money if you uh, visualize things that the money can buy because the universe understands that. The universe understands that if you are visualizing being in a new Mercedes, obviously you have to have the money to buy one. The universe gets that, understands that. So if you're spending a lot of time focused on this, focused on thinking about, dreaming about this new car you want and to be able to get that car, you have to have a certain amount of money. The universe understands that. So the universe tries to make that happen. It says, oh, okay, what do I need to say? Oh, I see. She's focused on a brand new black Mercedes. Oh, okay. How much is that going to cost? Okay. I have to somehow get the, her the money to be able to get it. It's actually, that's, that's how it works. But the only way you're going to get to that point where the universe looks down on you and goes, what is she focused on because I need to send her something, the only way you're going to get to that point is if you're sending out enough high vibrating positive energy so the universe mm-hmm. owes you something big. Mm-hmm. You have to get to the point where the universe owes you something huge. So you got to put yeah. out a lot of high vibrating energy. Start with 15 minutes a day of saying the I am that I am. You'll... Mm-hmm. You'll real you'll see synchronicity right away. Synchronicity meaning you'll have small windfalls at first. That's your synchronicity. That's just letting you know it's working, starting to work, keep going. So some of these things that happen when you start doing this are synchronicity. It's letting oh, you yeah. know it's working. Keep at it. You may, you know, if you do do a visual using a certain luxury car, you may all of a sudden when you go out start to see that car everywhere you look. That's synchronicity. That's letting you know it's working. Keep going. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, um, and also go to um, Steve Pavlina's website. Um, his last name is spelled, it's S, wait, <laughs> I have to make sure I give you the right spelling. Um, hold on, let me pull it up so that I make sure I give you the right spelling of it. Uh, yeah, it's S-T-E-V-E, and his last S-T-E-V-E. name is spelled, he, yeah, Steve, and his last name mm-hmm. is spelled P is in Paul, A is in Apple, V is in Victor, L is in Linda, I is in Internet, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple. 
dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steve Pav- so it's Steve dot com. Now, when you go to his website, he's got the website Personal Development for Smart People. Steve Pavlina is like freaking awesome. Now, he's written a lot on the law of attraction, but what he's written takes you way past the basics. It actually explains to you how this works and what you need to do to get it to work. Believe me, if you go there, read everything you can you can find there on law of attraction, um, anything under the category of manifestation, and even cause and effect. Um, he's got he's got a section cause and effect versus intention manifestation. So read everything. And believe me, if you read everything at Steve Pavlina's website, believe me, you're going to know how to manifest very well. So even if you don't get the first book I mentioned and you only go and use Steve Pavlina's website, everything he teaches, it's enough for you to become a master manifester. Wow. So just read everything he's written. Um, doesn't matter how long ago it was, because I want to say it was probably four or five years ago that I read all of the stuff that he had on Law of Attraction and Manifestation. So just read everything. Um, he is actually the one that, um, how I ended up finding him is that he had this thing that he was doing where he was manifesting a million dollars. And he was detailing and keeping track of it um, on the uh, on his website so that you could see as he was, more money was coming in, you know, he was um, detailing it. And, in fact, I know he reached that goal. He actually did that because at one point his website became so popular that it was making his website alone was making 40000 a month. So I oh, know wow. he reached the goal of making a million dollars. I mean, but talk about a smart person. And then his wife is actually a psychic. His wife, I think her name is Erin Pavlina, and I think he's got a link to her website on his site. She's amazing as well. She's, like, awesome as well. So um, check mm-hmm. him out. I think you'll really, um, you'll really like it and you'll really have a better understanding of, because the way he writes, it, he writes in a way, he writes long articles, but the way he writes, in a way where it's easy to understand. Oh, that is great. Yes, yes. I'm looking for, yes. for those um, common language um, type of attraction. Yes. Yeah, he uses great examples, too. So he gives lots of good examples, and it makes it really easy for you to, like, really get how the law of attraction works because he uses such awesome, you know, like real-life examples. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love this website, believe me. You're gonna love. You're gonna love the website. You're gonna love him. I remember I was like, I was so overly thrilled with everything that I learned from reading his website, not just in the law of attraction manifestation, but in so many other areas. Um, he's written some awesome stuff when it comes to goal setting. I mean, I learned so much. I was 
so overly, you know, pleased and impressed and everything. Um, this was like four or five years ago. I actually, I donated money to his website because I was just like, you know, I have to. I mean, I can't tell you what I learned, what I got out of reading, you know, all the stuff that he had written on his website. It really did mm-hmm. make me a better person. <laughs> it mm-hmm. really did. It really it really helped to make me who I am today, all the things I learned. Wow. That sounds so awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, so definitely go there and, I mean, he's written so much. Go there and start reading. You know, start okay. with reading everything on, you know, Law of Attraction and Manifestation. But then when you're done with that, you know, read some of his other stuff. Believe me. I mean, the guy is amazing. That is so cool. And this is all free, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found his website more useful than, I mean, I have quite a few Law of Attraction books. But what I learned on his website gave me such, um, like, a solid foundation and understanding of it that, mm-hmm. you know, I was really able to use it successfully. You know, the only reason why I got the other book, um, The Trick to Having Some Money by Stuart Wilde, is because um, I've heard so much about Stuart Wilde being really good um, at the law of attraction, and I heard that he had such a great understanding of it, especially when it came to trying to manifest money. That's the reason why I recommended his book to you is because his book is specifically geared towards um, people who are trying to figure out how do I manifest more money. Mm-hmm. So I, I would still get the book, at, you know, after mm-hmm. you read what's on Steve Pavelina's website, because then you'll have a really, really good understanding and everything to the point where you'll be like, okay, I got this. I know how it works. Then I would recommend, then read Stuart Wilde's book. Because that will mm-hmm. give you more specifics about when it comes to manifesting money. Okay. It's, 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 and it's that's all it is. So positive thinking, positive feeling isn't enough. It's got to be more. <laughs> Well, only because most of the time, even though a person can even say, I, I've been a good person most of my life. Most of my life I've been a great person. Um, the thing is that bad thoughts count. Um, other things lower your vibration and stop you from sending out as much positive energy. Um, watching low vibration movies, listening to low vibration music, um, having low vibration thoughts, all of these things can affect how much you're really sending out. So that's Mm -hmm. why I say, you know, you want to increase that purposely to make sure you're sending out that the universe in a day is really getting enough, you know, uh, high vibrating energy. Mhm. I, med- you know, I you, meditate every day. Um, 
every morning when I get up, I meditate, and it's been working great for me as well, far as my, room, do- my day. Yeah, but what you're doing when you meditate, there's a couple of things that are happening. First of all, when you meditate, your vibrations are being raised. Now, if you're, let's say, if you're meditating and at the same time you're purposely flowing out, doing the act of flowing out energy, then that might work, but not just the act of meditating will not send high vibrating energy out. Okay. There would have to be something else you're doing along with it. So that, so obviously what I'm saying is a passive meditation will not do that. An active meditation maybe where you're doing um, something, like for example, I'll give you an example of what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who sings opera or sings um, some form of music that's high vibrating, during this act, it may be very meditative to them. We're not talking a passive meditation. We're talking an active meditation. And that may cause a lot of high vibrating energy to go out while they're doing that act. Anything can be meditative. Washing the dishes can be meditative. However, the difference between, let's say, washing the dishes or repeatedly saying a decree or a mantra for 15 minutes, they are both meditative acts active meditation. Passive meditation won't do it. Passive meditation, of course, will help you. One, your vibrations are raised during a passive meditation where you're just just meditating without thinking anything or doing anything. That will raise Mm -hmm. your vibrations. That will help help you um, merge with your higher self. Um, That will actually change the brain matter in your brain, the area that controls joy, happiness, positivity, that area will increase the area that's in the front of the Yeah, so there are certain things that a passive meditation will do for you, but then there are certain things that an active meditation will do for you. So often, it's not unusual that I have a lot of people that they've been doing the active meditation, and they like it. It works, but they often get to a point where they have to add in that passive meditation. They actually have to be doing both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because one has a, one does has a certain effect and does one thing, and then the other one does something else. Mm-hmm. How long do you recommend for um, for each, like for the passive and for the active, on a daily basis? You can be so highly effective, and there's a reason for this. You can be so highly effective even if you only do 10 to 15 minutes a day of passive. Now, for the person who is trying to spiritually advance, there, of course, they may be more interested in a passive meditation. Um, so even 10 to 15 minutes a day, if they do that tenaciously, faithfully, every day, 10 to 15 minutes can be enough. And the reason why is because any act that you do faithfully every day will pick up a momentum. 
And what I mean by that is even though you're only doing 10 to 15 15 minutes a day, with you doing it faithfully before you know it after a few weeks, it has the effect and the result as though you've done it a lot longer than that. Mm -hmm. It's called, I would say you can look it up, you can Google it, but actually there's only one person, one person that I know that speaks on momentum that I can recall, and that's um, a channeler. Lee Carroll and Cryon have spoken of momentum, and I'm trying to remember if somebody else has as well. Um, yes, I know. Um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and that would be the website. T is in Tom, S is in Sam, L is in Larry, TSL dot, I think it's org, which okay. is the Summit Lighthouse. Um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, in some of her books that she wrote, spoke about momentum. I want to say it's, she spoke about it in the book, The Human Aura. And I want to say it's also spoken about in the book, um, Trans, um, Alchemy for Self-Transformation by St. Germain. Oh. Usually, Yeah. So momentum kicks in. So literally that's why even if you're only doing 10 to 15 minutes a day, it can be so Mm -hmm. effective. Any act you do, if you do it tenaciously, will pick up a momentum eventually. Mm -hmm. So all you need to do, I mean, I managed to to completely merge with my higher self. Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, yeah, most of the time I was only meditating 15 to 20 minutes per day, passive meditation. And then, but I was spending a lot of time saying decrees and prayers um, and saying them in my head all throughout the day. Now that would be considered active meditation. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I did it so much in every day faithfully that... um, how you can tell that it's, it is a meditation, that those active meditations is a meditation, is that you will get to the point where you're saying decrees and mantras or prayers, and you quickly notice that, geez, as soon as I sit down to go to say it, I've just started saying it. I've only said it like three times, and I'm feeling so sleepy, almost like I could just drift right off into meditation. That's because the act itself is meditative. Oh, yeah. I do get into that stage when, um, like, um, my um, my senses become altered and I'm, like, halfway asleep and halfway awake when I meditate. Exactly. Exactly, and that will happen. And, I mean, it's very important if you're going to do this to make sure that your environment is clear. And what I mean by that is do something before you start like, you know, call Mm -hmm. an Archangel Michael or something to clear your space of of anything other than um, angels, you know, anything other than angels, sinned masters, and spirits that are of the light. Just ask Archangel Michael to come and clear your space. Um, Because the thing that you want to be careful about is when you do these things, you are putting out 
quite a bit of high vibrating energy. And negative energies, negative energies are sometimes conceived off of that. So you want to be careful that your space is clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, some people have, a, you know, have their preference how they clear their space. You know, I usually do things like that. I use visualization. You know, I'll, you know, ask the angels or ascended masters to clear my space as well as, you know, visualize clearing my space. Other people prefer other things. Other people prefer um, smudging with sage, something like that, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. gritting a room with crystals. So it, it is it's what you want to do. You know, you, you do what you feel guided to do as far as clearing your space, but just, you know, you know, do something, decide what you're going to do with keeping your space clear. Mhm. And um and you'll you'll be good, but really if you if you're looking for spiritual advancement, um you know, I don't know what you're doing right now, but kick it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, That's you what don't I'm have to looking to you know, do. Yeah, kick it up a notch, you know, start start Small. Start with something that's easily doable. Increase it. I mean, that's what I did in the beginning. I actually started by just, you know, praying in my head all throughout the day. That's how I started. One prayer that I started with. Um, And then I added another one. And then before you know it, I decided to start saying decrees. So I would sit down for a period of time. And I would say decrees that I got out of the the Human Aura book. And... um, you know, before I knew it, I would gradually increase what I was doing. And before you knew it, um, I also use the violet flame. I want to say that because using the violet flame, one of the things of using the violet flame does, it speeds your advancement. So I want to say that okay. because if you don't use the violet flame, you might not have the same result that I had. But if you do, you know, just go to the Internet. Um, if you... Um, Google the Violet Flame, the the TFL.org website I talked about, it'll come up in the first 10, you know, results. And Mm -hmm. um, read up on the Violet Flame and the Violet Flame Decree and start using it because it will help, um, one, help clear your karma. Clearing karma will help you spiritually advance because basically with with more with more karma cleared, you're you're lighter. You can mm-hmm. advance yeah. more. Okay, it's like this. The it's like this. A person can only go so far with spiritual advancement, and eventually they're going to hit a ceiling if they do not deal with negating some of their karma. Because karma is like the backpack that you carry that's heavy. So you must be negating some of your karma in the violet flame. Using the violet flame will help you do that. Um, It will do other things as well. The violet flame will speed your advancement as well. So along with all these other things you're doing, throw into the mix the use of the violet flame. All of this will also help with your manifestation. The lighter, the less karma you have, the more easily you'll manifest and the more the faster you will mm-hmm. manifest things. Mm-hmm. Karma is key. 
Yeah. So if you're also, I mean, most people who are looking to manifest things better and faster, that is one of the complaints they usually have, is how can I manifest faster? Why is it taking so long? A lot of times it's because of karma. They need to lighten the load a little. Mm-hmm. So, but you'll be you'll be okay. Just get started. Kick things up a notch. Yeah. Okay. You know. And mm-hmm. I thank you for calling in tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Wonderful advices. I appreciate it. Um, oh, you're welcome. Really, you're, you're really down to earth, and your advice is so easy to understand, and it's doable. Oh, I'm glad. It's always nice to not hear. I don't get it. Explain that again. (laughs) Well, you explain it so well. It's it's like it's and um and the the the, um the process you're telling me it it just makes more sense that okay you know um, I'm already doing this so this is what I need to add this is what I need to do more to get to where I want to be right and exactly so. exactly well you'll and you'll I just be good at it you'll be able to do mm-hmm. oh thank you I appreciate it I appreciate it you'll be fine believe me you'll be fine I mean once you um once you understand some of the things that are key to doing what you're trying to accomplish, um, yeah. it makes it a lot easier. You know, mm-hmm. it makes getting to where you're going a lot easier. Mhm. Yes, I'm looking forward to that part. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, so far, um, the process, it, it, it sounds so easy already. I shouldn't have any problem doing it. No, I don't think you'll have any problem doing it, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. because mostly um, what's key is your own desire, your own mm-hmm. how dedicated you're going to be, how bad you want it. Um, you know, it feels if, so good. I, I just don't want to turn back. back. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to be the and person who feels, I used to be. Why? And if you feel that way, the person who feels that way usually has a little bit easier time accomplishing their goal in in, in a relatively short amount of time, achieving a great height in a relatively short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so um, with, with that feeling that you have, you'll do well. Mm hmm Mm-hmm. So just wow. keep up the good work. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you're yes. welcome. And have a good night. Have a good night. I love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, that okay. was a nice coaching. Hello? Yeah, so well, at least... Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Well, at least Hello? everybody um kind of got. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
um, at least everybody got a kind of a taste of what um, coaching is like. Usually um, when anyone, like, goes to my website and, you know, on my website I have it where you can go make a donation of any amount, and I'll at least give you a half an hour. Um, and it doesn't matter how much you donate. Um, it's just so that, you know, um, we try to, like, keep it going. You know, yeah. you want to being able to help everyone. So that's why I say make a donation of any amount so that, you know, you get the donation of the amount that you, you know, can afford and that's okay with you. Somebody else makes what they can afford and what's okay with them. And then we can keep it going so that everybody can get the help they need, you know what I mean, without having to pretty much sell their firstborn child to do it. (laughs) Because um, help is expensive. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, fortunately, it shouldn't be that way. I really do feel like, you know, um, help should be the easiest thing to get, no matter what you want help with. Um, yeah. So to be able to keep it going, I do it this way so that it's easier for everyone. You know, um, I let people, and I mean, I let people set what they can do, sometimes people will even, you know, they'll go ahead and, you know, they'll set up an appointment and we'll talk and everything and at a later time when they could afford it, they might make a donation. So we just try to keep it going so that I can keep helping people. Um, So that's a little taste of kind of what a coaching session is like. (laughs) it's a combination. It's like my higher self shows up. Um, there's the actual coaching. There's the teaching. And then there is also readings at the same time. So it's that merging all of those together. <laughs> so um, you've got the taste of what it's like. Mm-hmm. So, that, was, that was good. You were like, now I was going to say, you were on the roll with that one. Yeah, well, when she when she explained that um, she actually hadn't really studied the law of attraction, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, then I know what you need. Because really with the law of attraction, you just need to make sure you have the basics. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that Steve Pavolina, uh, I didn't know that he um, was, like, specialized in the law of attraction. i got to look him up now. Um. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, I guess he would say that he specialized in the law of attraction because um, he considered himself skilled with using it. He was very good with using it, too. Um, And, you know, um, all of the blogs, all the articles he wrote, they were so good, so detailed, so full of great examples. And he wrote, wrote so many. So it wasn't just like a person writing one or two and then you still feeling like, <coughs> excuse me, everyone, still feeling like you don't have the whole thing? Mm-hmm. No. Um, he wrote so many that if you read them all, they end up covering everything. So if you read them all, it's like you just wrote, read an awesome Law of Attraction book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta look him up because I didn't know that he was like good at that. 
Yeah, and his wife, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure her name is Erin. Um, his wife is really awesome. I, oh, you are? <laughs> yeah, yeah she's awesome, too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a good, she's a, she she's awesome. a good she's spirit guy coach. Her, oh, okay. Yeah, her, I love her ability of explaining things. Mm-hmm. I just think she's really great at explaining how things work. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you can, I mean, even something complex like mediumship, you know, when she explains something that's complex, she just mm-hmm. makes it seem so clear and so easy. You're like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, yep. You know, it it seems that both of them are really good at explaining things. Yeah, I want to be good at law of attraction. (laughs) I think everybody Um, does. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I was like, everyone does. Um, (laughs) Yeah. There's just some key things that you need to know because, I mean, how many times have we heard somebody go, oh, I've tried that, it doesn't work, you know? And yeah. but there are key things, reasons why sometimes it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to mention two of them. Now, I already mentioned it to, I think her name was Mia that I just talked to, right? Yeah. So I already mentioned one of them to her being karma. Karma can weigh okay. you down and much karma you won't manifest very well so if you already know you're going to want to get good at using the law of attraction immediately start using the violet flame you know google it look it up tsl.org has the best um information on it only because there are so many articles on it explaining different things even explaining um how to um help like when it comes to when there's wars going on, how to use the violet flames to help humanity with that, how to help humanity with um, endangered species, all, all these different kinds of things that they um, teach about um, using the law of attraction, the, teach using the violet flame to help with. So, okay. but one of the other um, key things that I wanted to mention was the thing is, is that, now, okay, I'm going to use an example here. I, I I don't study any particular, I don't practice any particular religion. I'm non-denominational. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there are many uh, religious stories that I know very well. I can explain very well what happened. Okay, now, do you remember Jesus turning the water into wine? Say that again, Sherry. Do you remember that one? Say that again. Do you remember the story? Do you remember in the Bible about Jesus turning water into wine? Yeah, that's my favorite one that you told me about. Yeah, I've actually had clients actually tell me they wanted to get so good at manifesting that they could actually do that. But there's a reason why that was able to happen. See, the thing was, this is what happened. There was a wedding between two people that was going to take place. Now, a lot of people were invited to this wedding, but way more people came to this wedding than was expected. The reason why is because they started to hear that Jesus was going to be there. So all these people show up at this wedding. 
you know, it's like in this day and age, imagine somebody's having a wedding and everybody hears that Justin Bieber's going to show up. <laughs> then all of a sudden you've got, like, what, thousands of kids showing up because they mm-hmm. heard, oh, Justin Bieber's going to be at your wedding. What well, was like that? Because Jesus was like the Justin Bieber of his time. Okay, maybe that's not a good example because <laughs> Justin Bieber is like, he's not doing so well right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, my son smacks me and says, don't talk about Justin Bieber. <laughs> but um, imagine all of these people show up at this wedding, and so they didn't plan for all these people to be there, and so that is the reason why they ran out of wine. Now, when it comes to the culture, the you know, Hebrew wedding, um, the best wine is served first. Okay. The next wine is of a lesser quality. And then they keep, the wine they keep serving, they keep bringing out, is of a lesser and lesser quality. But the best wine is always served first. Okay, so they okay. ran out of wine. His mother, Jesus' mother and his siblings were also at this wedding. So Jesus' mother overhears them talking about the problem of running out of wine. She feels bad for them, and she's still worrying. My son is mm-hmm. going to take care of this. Now, remember, at this time, Jesus was already known for having done a couple of miracles, and this is why all these people showed up, because they were like, what's Jesus going to do? So the mother goes, and she talks to Jesus and says, tells him what happened, and says, well, I told them not to worry that you were going to take care of it. Well, he gets upset with her for telling them that. And she, his mother actually started to cry. His mother got upset and started to cry. Seeing his mother cry made him feel a huge amount of sympathy and empathy. He felt bad. He felt so bad that his mother was crying. And the the sympathy and empathy that he felt, he, you know, tried to console her and then just told her, just go back in and just tell them to pour, and I may not have this exact, pour a certain amount of pitchers of water. Mm-hmm. And as they did this, it turned to wine. Now, when they drank the wine, the father, I think it was the father of the bride or the father of somebody, came to him and actually, you know, no, one of the guests went to the father of the bride and said, wow, you know, usually it's, you know, the, you know, you're supposed to serve the best wine first, but wow, you saved the best wine for last. Now, here's the thing. That happened. Jesus didn't mean for that to happen. This is one of the miracles he did was he didn't intend it. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't mean for that to happen. Here's the thing. With true manifestation, you have to be careful, one, what you wish for, and two, with your emotions, because it is the emotions that often make something manifest. See, his mother started crying. He felt a great amount of sympathy, and he just wanted to fix things. He wanted his mother to stop crying. He wanted to fix everything because she was upset. Mm-hmm. It was this great emotion that he felt that caused the turning of the water into wine. But there's another part to it that a lot of people don't know about is, and I'm going to say the fiat, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Um, mm-hmm. That fiat basically is like, um, the whole thing is, Father, if, if it be thy will, 
uh, please remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That's actually a fiat that can be said. What you're actually asking for, one, you're giving up free will when you say that. You're saying, I give up free will so that you can do what's best. Two, what you're doing is you're literally saying, if it be thy will. What that means is, if it is not against your will, allow this to happen. It cannot be against God's will. Whatever you're trying to manifest, it cannot be against God's will, or else it will not manifest. See, the thing was, it was okay. That was okay to manifest. It was not something that was against God's will. So the manifestation happened easily and effortlessly. That's actually a goal that, you know, people should be trying to get to, to where manifestation actually happens easily and effortlessly because it's not against God's will. If it is, it's not going to happen. It's not going to manifest. Or at least it should be because it could backfire on you. If you manifest something, for example, that ends up unbeknownst to you in the future and ends up hurting someone, you have the karma from that. So that's why when you do get pretty good at manifestation, you want to start using a fiat, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, because what you're saying is, I'd like this to happen, but only if it's not against God's will, so that you're giving up free will and you're giving permission for that decision to be made, whether it's okay for that manifestation to really happen or not. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, what is so, it? Like, if somebody the... wants... Keep going, no, keep going. Because I'm looking at the time. No, I was going to say, that's a little, um, you're not going to read that in any of the Law of Attraction books. You Mm -hmm. actually would have to study a lot, um, both study religiously, study, study, um, you know, religious religious texts and everything, um, and study the people who in the past were awesome manifestors like Jesus, some of the Buddhas, um, St. Germain. You really need to study these people because in studying them, you will realize the truth about, in, in a higher level, of the realization of manifestation and what it takes to manifest. But anyway, we have one minute left. So let us say our goodbye. I thank everyone for joining us. We appreciate you. We love you. We wish you well. Um, Remember, come back here Monday. I mean, Monday. (laughs) Come back here. Don't come back Monday. Come back here, excuse me, Wednesday and Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're looking for me, go to the website, SherryAndrea.com. Um, you can always, if you want to get help, just go to the website, go to the Get Help page, and um, you can contact me and we can schedule something. Um, I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Thank you, Pierre. And everyone have a great night. Bye-bye.